the house that Otani built. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros. It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. That, of course, is Dinger Dan Harris, sleepy boy, waking up. Hopefully, he's had his coffee this morning. And, of course, it's you, and we're talking all things baseball. Shohei Otani has taken over New York. It's amazing. It's the greatest Japanese import in the history of the universe. And, uh, of course, Kyle Schwarber can't be stopped. And a whole lot of other interesting news and notes going around the world of baseball. We got your DFS. We got your everything here. Dan Harris, how are you this morning, my friend? I'm doing great. I've got my coffee. I am ready to go. I But I'm just bored. Like, what, every day we're just going to be like, you know, hey, Shohei Otani is amazing. Kyle Schwarber is hitting six more home runs. It's just, let's get, let's get some, some new blood in here. Enough with those guys. God, every day. The weirdest part up. is that was like yesterday's tweet was Otani, Schwarber. And I'm like thinking to myself, wait a minute. This is like Groundhog Day. This is very Bill Murray, where all of a sudden we're living in the same universe again. Uh, also, we'll do some negative stats, too, today. I want to have some fun about this, because okay. there's some things that have popped up that I just didn't realize how bad certain things were. And I think it's worth, you know, kind of bringing attention to, even though maybe some of these guys might be on the right track. Some of these stats are pretty disgusting when you look at them and you realize <laughs> what's going on. So let's start here, of course, with the ups and the downs. And, of course, welcome all of the Peanuts and the Cracker Jacks. Uh, of course, my home run call yesterday uh, got rained out and uh, unfortunately busy with stuff with the kids didn't realize yeah. that game got rained out and uh, you know what are you gonna do but alas we'll get back at it today uh, Shohei Otani's gotta start I mean two more home runs 28 28 oh my goodness and and you look you know he's like well he's hitting a home run or he's going six innings and striking out eight guys and he's going on the mound tonight I mean this is becoming one of the most magical series in baseball I think in the last five six years where a player has come to New York and brought his star with him and we talked about yesterday that this guy is that kind of dude he is Showtime Shohei Otani and man he gets to take the mound tonight I am very excited this is must-see television as far as I'm concerned it's 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 silly at this point it really is in a good way in a good way i want the no hitter tonight though joe like that let let's put the uh, oh i didn't even let's think about cherry, that right put the cherry on top of it <laughs> look do it otani we we joke about the mvp discussion all the time and as much as i hate to you know give it to meanie and you we're on it as well and i poo-pooed it and stuff like that i don't know how you don't he is otherworldly right now in every sense of the word and just appreciate it and if you if you roster him in fantasy baseball doesn't matter if you can only play him if you roster just the hitter or if you can only play him at one of the spots as opposed to both each week doesn't matter he is a top 10 option in fantasy baseball maybe top five it's just preposterous what he's doing right now now if you can't get enough of joe pizapia and dan harris which i know you can't today dan harris and i are going to be doing a betting pros show kind of Halfway yep. through the major league season, state of the union when it comes to betting. So if you don't bet or you maybe are interested in, in wagering and getting into sports betting, make sure you go subscribe to Betting Pros, our other podcast for uh, betting stuff over here at Fantasy Pros, part of the family. But we're going to be talking about all that stuff today. And uh, I think anybody who's got any sort of interest in doing that or maybe your fantasy shares are starting to wane and you want a little bit more action, this is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm loving where I got Otani. The only thing is I wish... I had made the investment just a little sooner, but you know what? 
plus 650 was a good spot to make it. Take it's going it. to make me almost $1,000 richer if it happens. I'm very excited about it. Let's go. Let's do yep. it. Uh, so I have a personal rooting interest for Shohei Otani in case people could not tell. Schwarber extends his historic streak against the Nat. I mean, uh, for the Nats. I mean, another W for them. I mean, it's it's nuts. Like you're saying, this is this can't sustain. It can't. It never does. But it's an incredible thing to witness. It's propelling people into the standings. And, you know, Dan, you asked a good question yesterday about what's the threshold. I think you put it at 38. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this pace, if he keeps this pace up for another week or two, it might be 40 no matter even if he struggles in the second half. I mean, it's just so nonsensical what's happening right now, because, again, this is not something where Schwarber came out and he was DF. Remember, he was he was DFA. Like he he was not like he was just out there for anybody to pick up. He took sort of this one year deal. And it'd be one thing if he was doing this right from the start, but he's got, he had two home runs in April and then he had seven in May and you were like, fine. And now he's got 16 in June. Like that just strikes me as something where eventually it's going to come crashing down. Cause as good as he is. And he was a very, don't, I mean, no, forget he was a, not just a first round pick, but an early first round pick in the MLB draft. He's got tons of power. I just, you know, think about a guy like, you know, Jesse Winker, who obviously had injuries and stuff like that, was going crazy. And then, you know, homework yesterday for, you know, now he's at 19. So, look, I I, I said the under on 38. I'll stick with it just because he hit a home run last night. That's not going to, you know, I shouldn't let that change anything. No, I'm saying one more hot week. Like if he has four more in a week that's going to be tough. I mean, just because the, the law of averages tell you when you have that sort of an output and, and what's fascinating is what kind of contract he ends up cashing in on. And if he can ever live up to that again, but I, I, I think it's also good on Kyle Schwarber. Sometimes it takes a contract year for a guy to really start to take things seriously. Kyle Schwarber was a, a young talent where the game was very easy to him. We remember yep. when he came up when the Cubs won the world series and he was that big boy, but he was a big hoss young kid but not in the in the greatest shape in the world. And again, there's a difference between, you know, being on the, on the heavier side and then being big. And I think when you get too big sometimes, especially in baseball, it's a difficult thing. There's lots of big dudes. I mean, David Ortiz is a big dude. John Cruck was a big dude. Those guys sure. raked all the time. Um, but I think Schwarber clearly has committed a little bit better to taking care of himself. And it's absolutely not surprising that he's getting better results the same way Vlad's getting the results that we've been waiting for. Talent sometimes can be an albatross. And that's, again, from Dan's word of the day, toilet paper. Albatrosses are are things that can weigh you down, for those of you who don't know. And I think when you're looking at players like this that have extraordinary talent, right, that sometimes they they just get by. And they realize that at a certain level, you're playing in the major leagues, that's not good enough because everybody's that talented. So sometimes there's like a little bit of a, you know, realization moment for these guys. Can we do the uh, Dan Harris has to do the trade chart today. So he asked Joe P to help him. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite game. I love let's this talk game. about Kyle Schwarber, Joe. Let's As talk an, about I'm Kyle. Schwarber. Let's let's do that. Let's talk and about I, Kyle. I realize I realize that a lot of these guys do different things. So, you know, mm-hmm. Schwarber obviously has power. Maybe not all these guys, but let's just talk in a vacuum. OK, you need everything for an outfielder. Would you rather have Kyle Schwarber rest of season? Remember, from this point on or Alex Verdugo? Uh, I really like Verdugo. That's a player so you I. Know I like a lot. Um, I think this is a roster need thing in a Roto League. If you need power, I, I do think that Schwarber will hit for more power. But I think the more complete player is going to be Verdugo. Although, you know, Schwarber at the top of that lineup, you know, you're going to sacrifice the RBIs for runs. 
Verdugo's kind of there too. Ah, that's that's really that's really close to me. Thanks, because that's where yeah, I that's just, it. You know, yeah. that's exactly where I moved oh. right here as I was just ballparking. What about? I, I think the Schwar. I think I think it's it's power for Schwarber, but if you want batting average and you know more consistency, I think it's Verdugo. And the head to head, I'd probably want Verdugo more. To be honest, one more. Take another giant power hitter. Isn't hitting for that much power, but would you rather have Kyle Schwarber or Giancarlo Stanton? Schwarber. Okay. And I'll tell you why. And, I, and I'll tell you why. It's not because I'm a prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. It's because I recognize that Stanton, as great as he can be, just doesn't play enough. And I just I can't have that. I need okay. Schwarber on the field. I need Stanton on the field. And I think there's a better chance of Schwarber staying on the field. All right. Well, I will. I'm going to apologize in advance because I I can almost guarantee you that people are going to be pissed at me for where I have Schwarber on the trade chart. Because, again, I move like an iceberg. I go very Mm -hmm. slowly, but I am moving him up uh, way up, obviously, uh, from last week. But still, I'm going to be cautious with this because, again, would I be surprised if Kyle Schwarber did not hit a home run for the next three weeks? No, not necessarily, because I think that he's a streaky player. So but thank you, Joe. You have helped me. Uh, for the first time since you've been a fantasy pro. So thank you. Well, it's great. Finally, after four and a half months, I have, I have finally been useful here. Uh, Rockies, uh, Herman Marquez, who was kind of a darling yesterday yep. in our DFS discussion. So cheap, special DK arm, secondary guy in Colorado. Don't worry about it. It's the Pirates. Go get it. He almost threw a no hitter last night. Complete mm-hmm. game. Great job by him. Shout out for Marquez. Very nice performance for him. His stock is rising out there in the open market. But of course, where there's stock rising, there's also stock that's plummeting. And we've got Kenta Maeda, seven earned runs. ERA's up to five and a half. Ugh, gross, terrible. And it's not even a full strength White Sox lineup. It's a bunch of jabronis, you know, in there. I mean, really, it's just, you know, there's no Robert. There's there's no uh, Eloya Menez, even though he's beginning baseball activities, which include eating sunflower seeds, um, mm-hmm. uh, getting hot dogs. Uh, yep. what, what baseball activities? Um uh, taping your bat, that's a yep. that's a baseball activity. Lacing yep. your cleats. Uh, general manager for the Yankees, Ryan Cashman, very blunt about the state of the Yankees' struggles, basically saying he must be a fan of the show. I know a lot of people are, but I said this yesterday, they've got like a month here to figure things out, like three, four weeks, and that's basically what Brian Cashman said. And they said there's definitely a low where they do have to consider or reevaluate the terms of what they're doing, <laughs> some kind yeah. of crap like that. All I can say is, yeah, duh. And it would be fascinating to see the Yankees as sellers, but I, I still don't think it's going to happen. Dan, do you? No, I don't. I mean, look, I grew up in New York. You obviously grew up in the area. Mm-hmm. We know what the Yankees do. And the, you know, selling off at the trade deadline, especially when you had World Series, you know, expectations or goals coming into the year, is just not going to happen. So I, I don't think that's where we're going. Can we talk about Maeda for a second? Because I, yeah, I, sure. I got a lot of, I, you know, there's you a lot, lot of, of you got all the feels. Yeah, the there's a lot of, que- no, no, there's just, there's more people, people are ready to drop them. And just to be clear, completely justifiable. Okay. You want to drop them, drop them. I would not, but let me explain how I'm giving Maeda a minor pass from yesterday. And okay. here's the reason. What did we say in DFS, Joe? We said coming into, do you want part of that game? And I said, Maeda no, it's a is a outcome game. I didn't like it either. And Maeda was on eight days rest, eight days rest. Like no mm-hmm. matter what a pitcher, especially a guy like Maeda, like they need more of a routine. I well, don't they're know. They're creatures Look, of habit. Absolutely. Correct. And, and Maeda had been 
showing much better signs since coming back off the IL. So I was encouraged. He had no control last night. He walked five guys. There was a rain delay in the middle of the game as well. So he got even out of his rhythm that he struggled a little bit to start with. And, and kudos to the White Sox. I was watching the first inning of that game. They fouled off a lot of really tough pitches. But again, eight days rest. He had his start. It was rained out. They opted to then keep Jay Happ on his regular rotation and push Maeda back an extra day. And then he got rained out again. It's eight days rest. Pitchers are sometimes too strong. So for me, I'm largely giving Maeda pass. I think they go against the Royals this weekend in his next start. So I really want to see there. If he struggles again, then I'm full on panicking and moving on. But other than that, I'm largely giving him a pass for this. I know that's really weird because he's had a terrible season, but I, I did like what I saw coming into the start since he's been back from the IL. So I'm willing to just kind of write this one off. Uh, last down here before we move on and look we don't have a whole lot of information here on this yet but Los Angeles Dodgers starter Trevor Bauer facing assault accusations so let's let everything play out here let's get all the information uh we're a fantasy show first and foremost so from a fantasy perspective I think you have to just have an insurance policy he says one thing she says another thing uh, it's going to play itself out. I don't know what Major League Baseball is going to say because at the end of the day, that's what matters here on leading off in a fantasy show. So just uh, be aware, uh, have a plan, and uh, that's that's about it. I don't have anything else to add there, and I'm not going to put Dan on the spot unless you have something to add. No, 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 nothing to add. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you can. Look, I, I, you said it correctly. Like, this is a, a, a the difficult part frankly, of our job, Joe, is when you have things like this where you don't want to, you know, we we don't want to be like, well, we're analyzing it just from a baseball perspective, but that is our job to talk about it from a fantasy perspective. And the bottom line is if you roster Trevor Bauer, I I would not be taking any action right now. I mean, it was a a TMZ report right now. They're going to investigate just, you know, you know, you might want to sort of think about long-term about whether or not you have a backup plan, but for right now, there's really not much you can do about it anyway. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with the Dodgers do about it. Joe Ross, good last night, too. Seven Ks against the Rays. Vince Velasquez, by the way. Vince Velasquez, seven shutout innings. That's now 13 scoreless innings he's thrown against the Marlins this year. Yeah. I saw that stat this morning. Marcus Simeon, three for five with a homer, five RBI. Robbie Ray versus the yep. Mariners, 10 Ks. Robbie Ray, Herman Marquez. That was the pairing yesterday. If you did it, you done good. Congratulations. Joey Gallo, not to be confused with Jerry Callo, hit two home runs. He's up to 18 on the year, but that's what he is. He's just cheap power. That's what he gives you. Charlie Morton continues his renaissance. Boy, for a guy that was so bad in his first, what, like eight starts or something, these last four or five have been absolutely brilliant. And it's funny because this is kind of what happened last year with Charlie Morton. He really struggled out of the gate. And then all of a sudden, something, you know, in September, the end of September, clicked into the playoffs and he was absolutely filthy. And it seems like the same thing here, which is, absolutely huge for the Braves right now because the Braves need him to kind of step up and be that guy right now uh, especially with the news that Soroka is not coming back uh, Brandon Woodruff AKs against the Cubs we talked about how great he's been Michael Taylor had a nice night three for three Miguel Andahar in that big win finally for the Yankees three for four with a home run and Cedric Mullins who is hitting 385 with eight home runs and six steals in June he was four for five last night with a dinger uh, I love watching Cedric Mullins hit I love watching him take at bats quick stroke short to the baseball, puts the ball in play, hits line drives everywhere. More Cedric Mullins, please. I was having this conversation with Mike Mayer on Twitter this morning. I just want a whole bunch of, I want a team of Cedric Mullins. That's what I want. And my only regret is that I have zero shares of Cedric Mullins and that will not be the case next year. I can tell you that. 
Yeah, so let's talk about a few of these guys right here because there's, there's some good stuff to talk about. Mullins, absolutely. And again, this is something where I, I think that this is a great lesson. I have mentioned this before as to why fantasy managers need to pay. Like, Joe, what matters in spring training? Very little. We talk about it, right? We want to see guys well, healthy for the most part. Like Carlos Rodon mattered. Like certain guys matter and and you and then you can decide if you want to invest in them depending on what the cost is. But yeah, spring matters for certain guys. I right. will always say that. And what does matter is when there are changes or lineup positions. Cedric Mullins, in the end, mm -hmm. was batting leadoff for the Orioles right. all throughout spring training. That was something, again, that our friend Mike Curland and Justin Mason kind of were hyping on Twitter. And again, I was in a draft champions league and I that's a 50 round draft and hold by the way, on NFBC. And I saw Mason tweet about it and it was like the 34th round and he was just there. And I was like, all right, well, I might as well have this guy. And he's basically been the linchpin for my team. He also gave up switch hitting. That is something that again, might be good, might be bad for some hitters. I'm surprised more hitters don't do that when they struggle from one side of the plate, but it's been good for him. And again, he, he had kind of a quiet May, but he has bounced back. So this is great to see with Morton. What I love about Morton, Joe, and again, this is just a veteran pitcher being a veteran pitcher, which mm -hmm. is Morton has a sinker that he relies on pretty well. And in the first, I don't know, I'm looking at it, seven, eight starts, he was throwing it like anywhere between 20% and 35%. And it was getting smoked. I mean, smoked like, like I was pitching like, uh, in like, the majors. Right. <laughs> like, smoked like sausage on a grill, really. baby. And you know what? It All of a sudden, come like mid-May, he was like, you know what? I'm throwing this uh, pitch 25% of the time. And I read just, just kind of killing it. Maybe I should think about doing something different. Then this is the sinker percentage that he has thrown since then. 12.8, 6.3, 9.7, 2.2. Mm -hmm. Then he had a couple of games where he threw it a little bit and it didn't get hit because it, people were kind of, you know, not used to it. Then 1.8. And he threw it once. He's thrown that pitch three times in his last two starts. And that is a just a veteran pitcher basically being like, you know what? This is a pitch that has kind of worked for me in the past. I've decided it is not working for me right now. I'm switching off it. And this is great to see. It's one of the reasons why I love a guy like Morton, because he's not just talented. He's a heady pitcher. He really knows what he's doing. Finally, Joey Gallo, five home runs in the last three games. I just feel like it's like the poster boy, Joe, for what you and I constantly say with this sort of stuff, which is we knew this was coming. We knew the homers are coming. Yeah, let's it's... get him traded to like a total hitters park right now. And let's see him challenge 40 home runs. Cause he's really, <laughs> he, he, you know, he'll get hot. Oh yeah. This is what he does. He'll hit, he'll hit a bunch of home runs and then it'll go completely quiet. It's, it's, it's Adam Dunn, but with, but a lesser version, like he's not as good of a hitter as Adam. Dunn. I'm telling you though, the, it. the, the Joey Gallo, Michael Brantley combo in every league that I could do that is where you really want to do. Right. Cause well, that, I that mean, value and balancing out the yeah. negative effects or the things yeah. that they're lacking. It certainly makes sense. If yep. Shohei Otani, by the way, played in Yankee stadium, he did 60 home runs. I'm just telling Shohei you. Shohei right Otani. I, I just Shohei like Otani in that ballpark. Let me tell you something. Brian Cashman and the Yankee brass right now are looking at themselves going, how did we miss this? Could you imagine? No, he went for it though, Joe. They, to he be did, fair, they tried to get out. it. He wanted the West coast, man. He wanted the West coast. That's fine. Uh, I don't it, know, man. I, you know, it would be great, man. Maybe on this contract, he wanted the West coast, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> after playing Yankee stadium for a week, I'm telling you right now, there, that next contract, just watch just considering considering that the angels have basically two of the greatest players in the game as of right now the fact that they are never in the playoffs and just so rarely on the yeah, national relevant sucks sucks yeah okay it does. just put it kills it baseball uh we talked about a lot of bounce backs but let's talk about ty france too 18 games in may yeah dealt with some injuries a buck 90 no home runs 280 in 
June in 25 games, five home runs. Tommy Pham also having a good June. We talked about buying him all over the place last month, right? Remember, and everyone was down yep. on Tommy Pham. 337 batting average, six home runs, six steals. Fulton Evich had six Ks and it went over the A's. A little bit of an upset there. And Trevor Rogers, who the first time we faded yesterday, nine Ks but lost to the Phillies. Uh, we talked about Maeda being a dud. Tyon yep. was bad too, so was Andrew Heaney. No shock there. The Angels pitching is atrocious outside of Otani. It's just, just awful. Uh, Rich Hill, six whole innings, but only two strikeouts. Yeah. Mm. But six innings. Uh, look, Rich Hill, you know, you throw him out there, and you're just going to hope for the best. I mean, Rich, if, if you are living and dying with Rich Hill, then you've you've had poor roster construction. I'm just saying, <laughs> you, just, you shouldn't. Like, I have him everywhere. It's a bonus. That's all. Yep. Don't overthink it. All right, Jose Uquiti left yesterday start with a shoulder injury. This mm. is concerning. This is also why, Dan, we kept talking about everybody drop Christian Javier, stash him, stash him. There's going to be injuries to the pitching staff. He did not have innings in the tank this year anyway. This is the perfect situation for him to come in in the second half and be a good pitcher again. He's probably floating around. I don't know what the percentage of ownership. You probably know the roster percentage. I'll look it up, but it's got to be low. I'm sure it's low, but I would be out there on the waiver wire today if you could be, uh, or last night if (laughs) if you could go back in time. Uh, Blake Snell was scratched with an illness. Uh, he actually looked at his own uh, road ERA and no. got physically ill. He pulled a Bundy. Uh, can we call oh. you pulled a Bundy? Is that, yeah, can that, you can, can say we, that. It's yeah. 56%, by the way. So more okay. than I thought for Christian Way more. Javier. I thought it was going to be like 35 or something. So did I. So I could have seen. By the way, I, they, you know, the one thing is the Astros right now are in a six-man rotation. So they could conceivably not put Javier in there. But, you know, again, you should certainly be added. But sorry, go ahead. No, hey, Chris Bryant out with the side soreness. Anthony Rizzo yeah. missed another game with the back issue in Moncada uh, with the bad shoulder. It was barking at him. So got to got to get that looked at. Get a like when things are barking at you. And yeah. Pineda started a rehab assignment. So we'll yep. get him back for three starts before he gets hurt again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, let's go to the peanuts and the Cracker Jacks here. See if there's any questions. If you've got, you drop them in the chat. And once again, this is why you watch us live on the YouTube channel on Fantasy Pros MLB. And while we're uh, looking through the questions here, I want to remind everybody about the sponsor of our show. And that, of course, is Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0, the greatest advancement in male grooming in the history of the universe. It is out there for you right now. It's got the new guard lengths, one through four, the longest battery life in the history of batteries. It's got a 4,000K LED light. It's got the advanced skin-safe technology. Plus, they've got all these other cool things, too. You can buy these packages for your packages. I'm telling you right now, they got the, the crop duster, the uh, the crop uh, wipe the crop deodorant, the ball deodorant, all the, all the things for your crop, all your balls. I don't know why they call it the crop, but I don't know, but they do. And it's hilarious. So if you want to get in on this and get your manscape on, go to manscape.com, use that code leading off 20% off and free shipping on us because we love you. So go do it now. Leading off is the code. Your balls will thank you. Uh, and you know, the other thing that happened yesterday, Dan was that whole little kerfuffle as it were between uh, Josh Donaldson and uh, Lucas Giolito. Uh, yeah. Donaldson's a guy that seems to like to run his mouth. That's yeah. one thing over the years that I've, I've seen with him. Chris Meany, our friend actually mentioned, actually interviewed him once. He said, yeah, he's kind of a weird guy. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So that's, that's I mean, whatever, man, let's go. Let, you know, fights and, and, you know, uh, people being disgruntled. Good for baseball. Okay. Give it a little juice. Right. Giolito is uh pissed about uh about uh donaldson's antics there so yeah it's good for baseball let's go let's get All everybody right. mad at each other what's also good for baseball is these home run calls d gordon liddy such a better name Man. two home runs now there's a new leader first Ooh. place 12 home runs called good on you d gordon liddy 
Uh, Joe Dan and the Cracker Jacks, by the way, have now called 300 home runs this season. Yes. So look well us. done, everybody. Well done. Get in there. Get in the home run channel. Make some more calls. Let's go. Let's get to 1,000. Go to fantasypros.com slash chat to join there. that on Discord. See, he sets it up. Now I spike it By the down. way, That's Joe, do you want to... We, we should talk about what we're thinking about doing for the All-Star game, maybe? You know, we like, yeah, we kind of talked about it. We can talk about it. Don't have to. No, no, I kind of talked You can talk about it some more. I don't know if you want to do it or not. Well, I'm sure if we say it, they're all going to want us to do it. That's true. Well, we should... Well, bottom line is this. In Discord, fansbros.com slash chat, you can do basically an interactive podcast. Okay? It's called Stages... Joe and I talk. We call you guys actually up on stage. Talk to you. Talk. Ask us questions. Interact. Actual voice. You can hear everybody. Blah, blah, Joe and I are thinking of doing that pretty soon. We were maybe thinking about doing it during the All-Star game just to talk through it. Stuff like that. Not set in stone. But anyway, go to fantasypros.com slash chat. We will announce it in there. Yeah. Going to be good times. We're we're the people's show. And we know that yep. we're halfway through the season. And we know, you know, some fantasy leagues wrap up earlier and stuff like that. So we yep. it's like our kind of like thank you. To yep. everybody. Uh, now, yep. tonight's a short slate, nine games, not huge. Shohei Otani, 9.5 on FanDuel, uh, but he's just uh, 8.7 on DK. So give me all the Otani yep. on DK tonight. He's been really good on the mound the last few days. And again, what do we talk about? Otani shows up, land accounts. This is going to be a live ballpark tonight. It's going to be hot. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Aaron Nola, 11K and 10.2 on FanDuel. Excuse me, on DK, 11K on FanDuel. Chris Bassett uh, on the pricier side, 9.8K. On Fandle, 10.5 on DK and Garcia, who's got a really cushy matchup, but yeah. I don't know if this is the investment I want to make at the price point. 10.5 on Fandle for Garcia, the Astros, a little high for me. 9.9, also not great. Uh, I would much prefer to go with Joe Musgrove, 8.7 and 9.2. Yeah, Musgrove Otani, that's the pairing I want to live around today. Nola was very good in his last start. Those are the three guys, as much as I like Bassett and Garcia, and I think the matchups are good, I'm going to fade away. But how do you see the pitching matchups tonight? What I'd like to do is monitor the weather, which is what I'll be doing tonight uh, in Cincinnati, because if it's good, meaning no rain, I don't care about the heat or anything like that, then mm -hmm. I will go with Musgrove in this start. I, I feel right. pretty confident that he's going to put a good one. But there is a, a pretty big chance of rain there. The prices, you know, again, on Nola, who was great against the Mets, he had 12 strikeouts or whatever. I, I, you know, the price on Garcia is a little high for my taste, but I do like him in this matchup. So I might dabble there a little bit against the Orioles, but for the most part, I'm going to Musgrove, assuming that the weather holds. Uh, are also uh, stacks for tonight, Houston and Toronto. Uh, those are ones you want to get in for sure. Matt Harvey on the mound is always somebody I like to go against. And uh, look at Bo Bichette's numbers against left-handed pitching. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, I, you good. know, yep. it took everything in my being not to pick him tonight. Yep. Uh, just, you know, I was really on there and I was like, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to keep going my gut. Uh, and by the way, Juan Soto finally yesterday, I told you this is the week we're going to break out yeah. Juan Soto and he broke out dinger wall scraper. I don't care. It got out real fast. Here's yep. your fan duel lineup, uh, value guys, miles straw of the Astros 2.6 David Fletcher, who's hot, uh, at 2.7 at the top of that angels order. And on DK, he is also just 2.7. Then you got Gene Segura and Odabel Herrera, 2.5 each on FanDuel. On DraftKings, uh, Guillermo Heredia at 2.7. Hunter Renfro, Dan 3, all the stats. Renfro against left-handed pitching. Yeah. 3.6 for Renfro on DK. That's a good value. And Segura and Herrera, 3.4K respectively. So uh, top of the Phillies lineup, you got some value. Not a whole lot of value to be had. I'm going tonight for my home run call with... Jordan Alvarez against Matt Harvey or whoever uh, relieves him eventually of his duties <laughs> somewhere around the, I don't know, three to four inning mark. 
Uh, but I'm going to go with Alvarez today, but I think Bichette's another one too that I would, I would circle big. And you know, what's funny. I went in, I was digging up the numbers with Vlad against left-handed pitching. Yeah. Not as good as you'd think it was. Yeah. Kind of, kind of disappointing. Whatever. You would man. think it would be much better. I'm just saying, yeah. you usually look at the splits of these guys and right-handed mashers, they, they crush left in. Sure. That's much. We don't anyway, allow, we don't allow any negative talk about Vlad. Where, where, no, 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 then the bots come after you. Yeah. Uh, what, no <laughs> where are you going? Where are you calling your shot with tonight? So what I do again is I I look at all the games. I do a little research. I make my home run call without looking at who you picked. And I came over my home run call and I said, there is a 95% chance that Joe is taking this guy. And of course it was Alvarez. I looked at, I just sort of shook my head. So I'm going to stay in the same game and I'm going to go with Carlos Correa again. Let's, let's get both of them to go yard uh, tonight and hit it. But Alvarez was my number one call. I know I could take him, but I like to do it. So I'm going with Correa. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I, I promised you fun stats. So here you go. This is I was yeah. doing some things today and I just things I just didn't realize. You ready for this? Uh, right. So Matt Harvey has nine losses this year. Carlos Martinez has nine. Uh, there's one other Orioles pitcher who has 10. Can you name the other pitcher that has 10 losses this year? It's 10 losses is a lot of losses when you've only had 16 starts. <laughs> yeah, I can't. You want to take... I can't. Who is it? Luis Castillo has 10 oh, losses. Oh, God. Oh, that would have been it. That should have been actually obvious. That's But, that's... but it's kind of stunning, though. 10. 10 yeah. losses is an unbelievable amount. Yeah. Uh, also, talk about, like, the guys who get hit the most. Uh, Brad Keller gets hit the most so far in Major League Baseball. In 81 innings, you want to take a guess how many hits he's given up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is fun. 90. Just have some fun. Higher, Bob. 100. Higher, Bob. <laughs> 110. Ding, ding, ding. 110. Yeah, you it. nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I just, sometimes negative stats can be fun. You want to take a guess? Uh, and it's ironic because this guy has more of a ground ball appeal. Who's given up the most home runs in Major League Baseball this year from pitching side? Uh, it better not be Luis Castillo, obviously. It's not Luis Castillo. He right, is a pitcher good. in the Central, though. I will give you that hint. Um... It's a pitcher in the central, uh, a guy that let's just Kyle say Hendricks. Uh, yes. And he gives him up in the first inning. <laughs> OK, yeah, about. because I, I was thinking I was like, wait, 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 wait hold on. I have it because I, I was just thinking about this because I love Hendricks. I have a lot of shares. But yeah, the ball just flies out of the yard every time I'm watching one of his starts. OK, Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, I know. And that's not his deal, man. I mean, come on. Right. He's supposed to be this ground ball and keep it in the ballpark. pitcher. Yeah. Meanwhile, 20, 20. Home run. Trevor Bauer oh has 19, God. by the way. Wow. Trevor Bauer, Lucas Giolito both have 19. Fulton Evich has 19 as well. Yeah, uh, no. Giolito has 18. Robbie Ray has 19 also. So yeah. Robbie Ray. And look, you know, back in the day, Kurt Schilling, you know, good pitchers like that sure. used to give up a lot of home runs because sure. they would just throw a lot of strikes. And that's OK. But 20 already. I mean, that's yeah. more. That's 1.3 or something per start. That's, that's a lot yeah. of home runs given up. That's a lot. I want to remind everybody, this is your last day to get your Shohei Otani baseball. Please. For the love of God, yes, go to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Drop your review of the show on Apple Podcasts or CastBox. Screenshot it. Bring it over. Upload that bad boy. And you can win that show. Hey, Otani Ball. Dan Harris, your final thoughts of what, uh, your words of wisdom, as it were. Not really words of wisdom. I will just say that, man, I cannot wait to see Otani start in Yankee Stadium yeah. tonight. That's the game I'm going to be glued to all night long. I really hope it's an absolute dominant performance and he throws a home run on it because I'm sure he'll be in the lineup as well. So that that's really what I'm watching tonight, baby. That's all. so good. Everybody should be watching that. All right. Yep. 
That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Dinger Dan, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Bye.